welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. We have a lot to review this week. I'm so excited. We are going to get into Golden Child, Dreamcatcher, Yunho from TVXQ, Kingdom. We have an update for you on that. DO return from the military service. Emily has the news for you. We have a special announcement. You have to wait to the end of the show to get a little peek on that. And our song of the week. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you this week? I'm good. I have been literally just bursting to talk to you about all these things. But we always do it for the podcast, but I've literally <laughs> been bursting at the seams to have this conversation. <laughs> I feel like these groups took us to the movies this week. The right? music videos are so ridiculously epic and oh. cinematic. There's a lot of content. And we have a lot of differences in the mm -hmm. groups we chose to review this week. You have kind of an outlier girl group that's very different and unique. Then you have a younger, you know, three-year-old kind of prototypical K-pop boy band that we mm -hmm. haven't spoken about yet. And then we have a total veteran. And this one shocked me. We'll talk about it more once we get into it. But somebody that's a little bit older who's been in the game for a long time and did something really creative and exciting. So I love the differences of what we have to talk about. It's not all the same. There's a lot of variety, hopefully yeah. something for everyone. One. And yes, we have a big announcement. Listen to the whole episode, everyone, because we have a contest of sorts that we're going to do of a special Valentine's Day segment, and we would love the Queendom to be involved. So keep your ears open towards the end of the show. We'll give you all the details on that. Yeah, it's a fun week. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> fun week. I know. Charity's literally been bursting at the seams. <laughs> And then, of course, I am as well. And I had to tease you last night. Like, I wonder if you'll get my bias pick right, Charity. <laughs> I know. I wonder. <laughs> because I definitely think Golden Child, there's two that I, you're going to pick one of these for sure. I feel confident <laughs> that I know your bias. <laughs> and I think per usual, you probably won't get mine, but you never know. I you never know. 100% think I will not guess yours. <laughs> Charity's confidence has gone down the tubes when it comes to guessing my bias. Oh. Well, what can I say? I'm just way better at guessing biases. No. <laughs> it's, it's such a skill. Let's get into some poll results from last week. By the way, if this is your first time listening to the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast, welcome. Welcome to the show. We do this every week. New episodes come out on Thursday. Please come back. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, NYC K-Pop Queens. That's the easiest way to reach us. We love to hear from you. Let us know if there's a group you're dying to hear us talk about. If there's a new release that we didn't review, we'd love to you know, be introduced to different groups and kind of know what you guys are vibing and what you want to hear us talk about. We take it seriously. We love our community, the Queendom, as we lovingly refer to our listeners. So welcome to the Queendom. All of our loyal listeners that are here every week, thank you for coming back. We hope we're giving you what you want. I think this week's going to be a good one. I feel good I about this so. week. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but last week we talked about One Us, and one of the interesting things was they didn't have a leader. And most K-pop groups have a designated official kind of formal leader. 
So Charity and I went back and forth. Charity is a total leader. She immediately was like, I would want to be the leader. (laughs) I was like, no way. Like, let somebody else have that responsibility or maybe just don't have a leader. So, of course, we had to turn to the queendom and see how you guys felt. And it was very split. 40% said, let someone else do it. So I'm with you. I don't want that responsibility. Let Charity go for it. (laughs) 33%, however, said, I want to be the leader. So (laughs) this was very close. And then 27% said, no leader in my group. Let's be like one us and just kind of do our own thing. All very valid responses, completely understandable. Yeah. And I think my opinion would change too, based on the group that I was in. With some people, maybe you would want to be the leader. You'd look around and be like, oh, not these people. No, I have to take <laughs> I have to take control clearly. And with others, I'd be like, you do it. You're much better at this. Or, you know, I think it, it's all very dependent on the situation. But we enjoy thinking about what if we were in a pop group? How would this work? <laughs> I guess because my day job, I'm forced into a leadership role all the time. And I have to be like planning and organizing and all kinds of very structured traits that I have to have. So I think that's why I naturally would want to do it because I already kind of do it. So No, I think it's your personality. You're type yeah. A. Yeah. It, no, it is. Because I've been in similar positions professionally and especially with like philanthropy and volunteer work. I lead a lot. It's not something I naturally strive for. <laughs> it's not, it's your personality. What? No. Yeah, it's your personality. I'd much rather everyone else do the grunt work of that and I get to come in and out <laughs> lazy and type A. Uh, yin and yang. Yin and yang. The yin and yang. A New York City K-pop queens. Thank you all so much for listening. We see where you're listening from every single week. And I don't think it'll ever stop being exciting and humbling to see the international community that we're building here. So Thank you for listening. For some of you, English might not even be your first language, and you're tuning in to hear us talk about K-pop, which is crazy and so exciting. Thank you. Thank you for listening from around the world. Thank you for listening here in the United States, Orlando, Florida, Hoboken, New Jersey, right across the river. Thank you. Warren Durf, Germany. Shout out to Germany. Y'all have shown up so much the past couple months, and we really appreciate it and see you. Clichy, France. Cordoba, Spain, Tula, Russia, our friends in Japan, South Korea, Argentina, Malaysia. Thank you. Thank you so much. We see you listening. We're grateful to have you. Welcome to the queendom. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. We're just so, so thankful. Yeah, it's just very humbling. So thank you so much for tuning in every week. Again, please follow us and say hello. We want to build this community. It's not us talking at you. We want to have a conversation with you. So please slide into those DMs. We're happy to talk to you. It's time, Charity. It is time. Yes. It's time for us to break down Golden Child. So Golden Child, they debuted in 2017 with Wollum Entertainment. That's a label that has Lovelies, Infinite. So they've been around. I don't think it's fair to say they're new, but you know, they've been in the game for a few years now. Mm-hmm. They have their own fan base, Goldenness. Sounds very Love regal. It. I like I it. I'm down for it. Right? I'm here for that. That's a fun fan name. And I think we touched on it last week. I've seen them a few times. Award shows, weekly shows, 
I've seen them a few times and I was really impressed by one specific performance. And they were kind of one of these groups that I thought, okay, I need to get into them. And you know, when there's this much content and you're multi-fan like we are, sometimes it's just hard to start listening to a new group. We have a lot to review and consume. So it's really hard. I think we were both really looking forward to this and excited to see Golden Child had a comeback. We are here. It's a mini album. It's called Yes, Fifth Mini Album. The first single is called Burn It. Music video, a charity. Let's go. Let's go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. So many, so many things to say. First off, the song, their voices and the emotion they convey in that song, mm-hmm. even removing the video, you add in that video. Uh, for sure. For oh sure. Oh my gosh. Which we'll get into the video in a second because that for sure. took me on a journey. But I love it was kind of like a reggaeton sound. And I love the ending. They didn't do this in every chorus, but like the OOO part, which I'm not going to try to sing. I love that. But I really Mm -hmm. just love that they have so much emotion in their voices. Mm -hmm. There's two members, the whole album, that really stood out to me. (gasps) Me too. I wonder if it's the same one. I don't know. But I thought, and this may or may not be my bias pick. You know, we'll get into biases later. But there were a couple voices that I just went, I feel the emotion and the sincerity. Mm-hmm. And there's another song later in the album that really connected with me with these two specific voices. I'm talking about Ju Chan and Why. Mm-hmm. I love their performance. It's the vocal performance. And I agree with you. I didn't need to see the music video. The opening line of this, oh, it hits right. you. Oh my God. You know what this is about and what's going on. It's so beautifully done and well-produced. I listen to it. I always kind of listen first, get Mm -hmm. an opinion of the song, the voices. Let's see what this group's about, what we're working with. And then I watch the video. Yeah. The video, uh, first of all, like, did we miss an entire storyline? Golden is, do we have to go back five years and get a big story? Because this was a movie. A movie. We came into a zombie movie that was so cinematic and well done. I mean, literally the cinematography, this was a movie mm-hmm. and it was really intense and it made really me cry. cool. It literally yeah. made me cry. For those of you who don't know, it's a music video. I think it's like seven minutes long. It's pretty mm-hmm. long. And it's about a zombie apocalypse and all of these guys are trying to survive. So you have them kind of in different groups, different storylines, super, super dramatic. I mean, you have Bowman, he's with this girl and why, and they're trying to escape and why sacrifices himself and they escape, but she got bit. Mm -hmm. So it's this whole kind of sad love story. You have Tag and Juchan and Tag ends up being infected and he holds a gun to his head and and is begging Juchan to kill him. You have Jaehyun with his mom. Oh, that is what killed me. That's me. Ooh. Oh my God. Oh. His mom had turned into a zombie and he had to like tie her up and he was just in there crying, like hugging her. It was just, it was really sad. Very dramatic. Well, my favorite part was when Bowman finds the girl and she had tied herself to like a pipe thing or something Yes, because she was infected and she is yeah. telling him not to come near her and yep. he walks up to her and he just embraces her and you're seeing mm-hmm. that she's about to turn, but his love saved her. And then she stops transforming into a zombie and she's crying. And then I was crying. Yeah. Oh, my heart. Yeah, it was my very beautiful. Not, like, 
It was beautiful. I read that this is the kickoff to a webtoon. They're gonna that's gonna continue the story, which is which makes insane. total sense because yeah. that's what I thought. I'm like, did we miss this whole storyline? Oh no! And I'm searching. I'm like, I feel like yeah. we came in mid story here. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I think melding storytelling with music, it's natural. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah. And the more you can do that, you pick up a different audience. So. I think it's a brilliant move. This was just very powerful and really, it was like really intense. I mean, it was suspenseful. I was on the edge of my seat. Me too. I gasped left and right. Yes, me too. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) It was a movie. We watched a zombie movie. And then by the way, here's some choreography and here's this beautiful song. It was, it was a lot in the best way possible. It was a lot. Oh my gosh. It was refreshing too. I thought it was really refreshing to see because you all know this, like I'm a sucker for stories and for stuff that kind of emotionally resonates. What got me into K-pop was BTS and their storyline in the BTS universe because it was really sad and dark and heavy. And I thought, wow, they weaved this into all these music videos. I'm not saying you have to do that. But for me personally, when you're giving me a story, It just, there's something about that that elevates it for me more than good choreography and, you know, singing into the camera. It makes me get more invested. Totally. And I think it's also kind of the nature of what we do. We review so much. This is a weekly show and we're consuming a lot that it's just kind of a nice break when you get all of a sudden this movie in front of you. Mm -hmm. And the actors happen to be in this K-pop group. Here we go. Like it just felt from the second it started, I was invested and it got me into the group. I mean, what a great introduction for people who weren't familiar with Golden Child. I've been obsessively streaming their stuff. (laughs) So kudos to them. Really smart, really well done great comeback. Let's talk about the rest of the album, the other songs that we liked and kind of what the whole feel is. I really liked Cool Cool. I thought it was like a, a great upbeat song. And mm-hmm. but my favorite there was Burn It. And another song I liked is Breathe. I thought it was kind of like old school sounding pop song. Yes. Right. And the harmonization in the beginning. Yeah. Oh. One, I like that it started with the chorus. It's rare yes. that that happens. Yes. It felt to me so happy and cheesy, but in the best possible yeah. way. Yeah. Cheesy doesn't have to be a negative. It felt, yes, it felt like a throwback and really cheesy and fun. Yeah, really well done. What did you like? I love Burn It. I think my pick, though, is Milky Way. Mm-hmm. Milky Way is by far my favorite song on the album. We talked about the sincerity and the vocal performance. And in that song, for me, Drew Chan and Y literally gave me chills. It's a beautiful mid-tempo ballad. And those kind of tend to pull at the heartstrings and maybe give you the feels a little bit more. But this one, I just thought the sincerity of the performance, it just drew me in. And it's the song I've gone back to the most on the album. But the whole album, like the performance, comeback performance of Cool Cool was fantastic. I mean, that's a really fun song. There's not a bad song on this. It's a really nice, strong, well-rounded comeback. Yeah, they really, really impressed me. And like you said, we review so many things. When something just kind of catches you unexpectedly, 
then I feel like it makes me way more excited. And I think so many of these things we're reviewing this week just caught me off guard that I wasn't expecting. So that's mm-hmm. why I was even more excited because I always want to look for something that's a little different, that people are experimenting and trying something different. And that always resonates with me. Yeah. I still would put them in the box of a lot of, you know, their male K-pop group. Yeah. But, yeah. but visually what they're doing is exciting. Yes. And they have a lot of members. They have 10 members. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel that way. The choreography, the formations, really well done. And we've talked about you want odd numbers instead of even. You know, they started with 11 members. I think what they're doing really works. Yeah, it really, really works. We both liked this. I'm definitely a Golden Child fan. I stand yeah. them. I went back in their catalog. Love the music video and song Lucid Dream, Without You is Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I apologize that I slept on them for so long because so <laughs> they're legit. That's the problem with so many of these K-pop groups. How do you stand out? Right? How do you kind of yeah. get in front of the audience? But with us, it's just a matter of once we listen and hear them, then they're good. We stand, you know, we've past year, I think we've started standing a lot of new groups. (laughs) It's a full-time job being a K-pop multi-stand. I'm sure all of you out there agree. It's like, if I miss Twitter for one day, I feel like I just missed two years worth of news and I'm so behind. There's like a panic, um, (laughs) a good panic. It's all, all good fun. Okay. We have to talk about yes, 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 biases. Okay, I wonder if you can guess mine. I feel like you probably can. Well, the two to me, the most obvious bias. If you've never watched Golden Child and if you didn't know anything else about them, and you watch that music video, they set it up as one is the romantic lead. Mm -hmm. So I would say Bowman. He's my wrecker. Okay, okay, okay. And then here's my other one: Dale, the leader. No, why? <gasps> I really, really like why. <laughs> I thought it would be Dale for sure. I was like, that guy, he's tall. He's the leader. He, he's like very masculine. No, I like oh him, but twist. something about why. I just always was drawn to Yes, why? I'm drawn to him. <gasps> all the- Wait, is that your bias? Oh my God. Wait, hold on. No, well, I'm sorry. Keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and interviews. And, and performances, even in the music video, I was drawn to him. I literally had to stop everything I was doing once I got my composure from the video and was like, who <laughs> is that? Oh I am shocked. This is exciting. This is the first time I think. Not that there were a couple other ones that I could have plugged in there. I knew Bowman would be a bias or a yeah. wrecker, but why I was not expecting from you. Really? Charity <laughs> threw me. It's, you know why? It's because I got so cocky. I was like, I always get charities. <laughs> I, I bet you, I know who you picked. <laughs> well, you did get Bowman. He's, he's my wrecker. I, I really liked him a lot. I also I really one. like him in interviews. Yeah. 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 He's really smart. Smart, charming, very engaging. I agree with that. Oh my gosh, we have the same bias? Why is your bias? Well, first you have to try to guess. You've got to guess some of mine. Okay. Is Sungman one of them? No. No? Okay. No. (laughs) Charity. 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 You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do, 
Do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Damn, me, me. Yo, look, 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 look. No, look, look, look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't lie. Play don't it, play with it. No. Take that shit seriously. Uh, Dale, no. As why? Why has to be one of them then? Yes, why is one of them? Is he the and rapper or the bias? Here's how. Here's how all of it started. When I was watching the music video, I was like, well, obviously this blonde guy is the hottest one. <laughs> obviously. And then other ones started stealing focus for me. And the one that stole focus for me the most was why. I was like, who's the guy on top of the bus? The guy on top of the bus, for some (laughs) reason, I like him. And then when I watched the live performance, every time he was center, I'm like, he's not traditionally the handsome one my eyes went to first. He's not Bowman, the one that's, you know, the tall Mm -hmm. blonde actor. But this one is drawing me every time. He really feels focused. (laughs) So I looked him up. And what's funny is if you look at his old pictures, like when they debuted, he looks just like John Cook. Like, and you can't really see it now. Now that he's grown up, his face has changed. And so has John Cook's. But Google it. Look at pictures from when they were both young, first couple years in their groups. They're identical. And I was like, meh, all right, that makes sense. But I agree. I think he, in interviews, everything about him, for sure my bias. So we have the same bias. Oh Why is that our golden child? <laughs> with, with girls, we'll have the same bias. With girl guys, Yeah, girl groups a top it. With guys, sometimes we have the same record, but the bias is never the same. Golden Child broke the mold with us tonight. That is so funny. I thought for sure you would not like Y. Oh, I love him. No, because see, I think Y is my type. He's like the main singer. He's center all the time. Like to me, you usually don't pick the main singer center. No, yeah, yeah. But there's you're the one deviating. You're the I one know, deviating. <laughs> and what's funny is I tweeted about this last night and Danny our favorite Danny, she responded because I kind of said, you know, Charity doesn't get it right. Well, she get this one right. <laughs> Who do you think I picked? And Danny said, I'm not sure, but with Emily, it's going to be a main vocalist. And I was like, Psh. Danny gets it. <laughs> Danny, you were right. But my wrecker, we have not mentioned yet. Really? Is it Jaehyun? No, I think my record is kind of obvious. It's Tag. Tag. Oh, yeah. He's a amazing rapper. Him. I love him and I love his presence. He's so charismatic in interviews. He's very charming. Mm -hmm. I just, I like everything about him. He's definitely my wrecker. I really, really like him. But yeah, why? Why is the man for us? So (laughs) funny. Yeah, why? You're the New York City K-pop queen's boy. New York City K-pop queen's bias. Yes. Is why. Yeah, he just has something very special. And again, his voice just cuts. Yeah. It cuts through. There's something, and not in the way, and this is no shade. He doesn't have Bacon's voice. He doesn't have Jungkook's voice. The vocals are very different. It's not like this is the best singer I've ever heard. There's just something with the sincerity and his phrasing and performance that immediately grabs you. It just cuts through emotionally. There's no way you can ignore it. At least and I could. For a group of 10, and for us, pick the same one. He's clearly got Yes. Yes. He's, yeah. yeah. 
because we've never ever yeah. done that Even in a group of four or a group of two we don't usually ever pick the same one no seriously we've had groups of two we never pick the same one ever <laughs> and again this is against type for you you never pick the main center vocalist type no. guy so yeah that stands to kind of who he is yeah. and what he's bringing to the table I just like he's in that video it's like okay I get that Bowman's supposed to be the lead and they've got to save this girl whatever I'm like, okay, who's the one with the bat, though? That's not I know, I was on like, top of the bus. the bus. Me too. <laughs> I like, the comments to find out who it was. So. I'm like, who is that? I didn't even do that yet. I was like, I think I had, like, what are the bus? Mm, I don't know. And then I watched the comeback performance. and was like, that one. And then when I watched the cool, cool performance, I was like, who is the one in the polka dot shirt? That's the one. And I was relieved to be like, okay, yeah, that's why. That You know, your bias picks you. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's, really, that's Diane, really, you can't control it. They totally pick you. It's so funny. We have the same bias, though. We never like we never. have the same record, or like your bias might be my record, or something like that. Yes, but never yes. like we both have the same one. Oh my god, I love it. I think you're right. I mean, Queendom, correct us if we're wrong, but I don't think we've ever had the same bias for boy group. For girl groups, we have. Yeah. Girl yeah. groups, we tend to go the same way because I think our criteria, like we both like the same voices, that type yeah. of thing. It's so similar. The boy groups, we're all over the place. So how exciting. I, know. Uh, <laughs> I was literally dying to talk to you. It was killing me to have to wait. <laughs> I, I can't believe I got it wrong. And then you guys get it so dramatically wrong, Charity. Like, I'm sorry. But I know. out of all these guys, <laughs> like the segment, no, just look at them. Yeah, that's who I would pick. I don't know. <laughs> I really, you throw me for a loop. The, you just, I feel like you just like look at the names. You're like, oh, this one. Because it's the most random ones I, I would love- never have in here and just ever go for. Well, I Charity's look like, for their the looks one. because I feel like you. Well, again, have- would I go for that? I would never go for that look. No, no shade, oh. no shade. But that's like oh. not my look. <laughs> Oh, that's not my aesthetic. Yeah, so Golden Child. We're giddy over Golden Child. If you're like us and you haven't listened to them yet, check out the music video. I think it's a really, really powerful introduction to who they are. Great actors. It's cool. It's scary. It's exciting. Really, really smart comeback. Yeah. Really, their label did a great job with this. And, you know, now they've gained two more fans. I'm excited to see what they do in the future definitely be following them yeah. and this is the first time in our lives we can send pictures of our bias to each other and all that <laughs> no we'll be sharing the same thing it'll be really fun oh. i want to hear a clip though we've been gushing about the vocals and how we like this song let's play a clip of burn it for everyone listening maybe you guys haven't had a chance to check this out yet this is burn it by golden child <laughs>
good. So, so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just cool. And what's funny is I feel like sonically that's not a song I would normally be attracted to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in that mid and, and higher. Usually I like the really lower with a, maybe more groove, more bass. But this one was just very well done. And it really it grows on you. So really well done. Cool song. Great mini album. Great EP. I'm excited. It's always fun when you are introduced to a new group that you really like yeah. to go back to go back and watch all the interviews. One of my favorite ways of determining kind of their personality is I always watch the mafia game, the one where they have to listen and dance to different music. It's so funny. It's so, I love it. And most of the groups have done it at this point, but it's always my way kind of after I pick my bias or while I'm deciding to watch and get their personality, get the personalities of everyone else. But go back, watch the Golden Child stuff. Again, I love Without You. I love Lucid Dream. They have a a nice catalog. So hopefully this will be like a lot of the groups we've talked about recently with Pentagon and Victon. Hopefully this will be Golden Child's kind of breakout. I hope so, because I was utterly impressed. Yeah, they're dope. I really, really like them. Yeah, I really like them a lot. And I also have to say, like, I really like Juchan. Tag kind of stole Rucker, but Juchan, he's great. I like his personality and vocally, I think he's wonderful. He's very cute. So as I get into them more, you never know. Ruckers could change. Things could happen. That happens sometimes. It happens with me a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As you all know, I tend to swerve biases sometimes. And while we're on the subject matter, I just have to make an announcement about that. I've got to be honest with the queendom. I have swerved. I've switched biases in a specific group. I don't think this is a shock to anyone because I feel like when I listen back, he's the one I talked about the most, but I picked somebody else. Pentagon. My bias in Pentagon has changed. (gasps) What? Well, I still really like Yuswan. Mm -hmm. I think he has a a great personality. He's super good looking. Hello, that men's fitness cover. Mm -hmm. But the one that stood out to me from the beginning was Wusek. There's something about his personality, his whole vibe. talk about him a lot. And I talk about him voice a lot. Yeah, his voice is everything. And then he did a V live a couple of days ago, Ugh. an hour and fifty minutes, and I was watching the whole thing. I was like, that? <laughs> yes, like I forgot how cute he was. So it's official. Before I was like, yeah, I like him. I don't know. Now I do know. So there you go. There you go. Keep it on the tally of all the times I've hoarded up with my bias choices. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to stay loyal when it comes to k-pop biases just had to make that announcement (laughs) enough about the boys though let's move on to another really interesting comeback a group of the same age they debuted in 2017 with happy face entertainment dreamcatcher okay dreamcatcher they just bring a whole new thing it's a whole different thing And I think love it or hate it, it's a really different sound, Mm -hmm. visuals, and just kind of their concept. I mean, their fans are called insomnia. Love it. Each member represents a nightmare or fear. Very dark. Very dark. So they came with the concept of like, they're definitely not going to be like the cute girl group. (laughs) Um, Dreamcatcher wasn't trying to be cute. They came with a different concept. And with that, I think they came with a different sound. It's very different. Let's kind of break it down. 
you can say different so many times, but we have to get into why and what the music brings. The mini album's called Dystopia Road to Utopia. Even the name is great. Even the name. name. Here we go. (laughs) Dystopia Road to Utopia. It's like like Mad Max Thunderdome style. (laughs) The first single is called Odd Eye. Music video single. Let's break it down. Obsessed. I love the whole concept. I love that it's a rock element to it. Yes. Heavy, heavy rock. Right? Yeah. You heavy don't rock hear element. that with K-pop. It's like rock and electronica, which is so cool. Oh my God. I loved it. And the visuals in the video, they're stunning. The choreography, the leather outfits I love, the red outfits. They sing in a lower register. I'm like, again, how have I slept on them? I think because they're so different. I think they're kind of in their own category. Yeah. Because they really, it's, some of the visuals could be similar to other K-pop groups, but boy, are they different. I agree with you. There's so much electric guitar, way more than other groups. Sometimes it verges into kind of sounding like metal. And it really reminds me of the start of like anime TV shows. I've, I've heard this sound before. It's a very specific They're just different. Like when this music video started, and this is only comparing my initial reaction. I'll get into it more as we dissect the album. But when I started watching the music video, it reminded me of when I first saw God's Money by Stray Kids. In that, I was like, what the heck is this? What is this? The sound is different. The visuals are different. Who is this group? I don't know if I love it or hate it, you know? And then by the end of it, I was like, Oh no, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like what I just saw. And the more I listened to it, the more I was like, I like it. God's Menu, the first time I watched the music video, I thought, this is different. The sound is chaotic. That was just different. And then by the end of the day, I listened to the song 50 times. To me, that's still (laughs) a masterpiece. I can't say that I feel like Odd Eye is a masterpiece quite yet. I'm still digesting the sounds that come from this group. But wow, I just kind of thought, who are these girls? I want to get into something that we talked about last week. You know, One Us did a darker concept and we just didn't buy it. I didn't buy it at all. It didn't work for me. This, there's no like having to sell a concept. I felt like they're the true badasses. Yes. They're not selling that they're these like hardcore chicks or they're sexy. I didn't feel like they were trying to sell us a vibe of who no. they are. Yeah. I felt like it was just real confidence coming through. Real, real aggressive confidence with these girls that I haven't seen in female K-pop, period. And I feel confident saying that. You can't give me a group that has the same vibe as these girls. You can't. Because even the ones that try to be badass, they're doing it in a... They're relying on the visuals more than the actual confidence coming coming from inside. You know, they're relying on the visuals of the music video, the costumes, and making faces. But it's not, yeah, the attitude. It's not walking with that and Mm -hmm. being that. I believe these girls. And they're really beautiful. Beautiful, a little bit intimidating, really just kind of blew me away. Like, woo. Okay. The choreography you mentioned, so cool. Right? That first formation, when they showed it, I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I said, I was like, okay, let's go. Okay, let's go. 
like this is different and this is just cool and exciting really cool visuals were great yeah there's something special and i don't think they're going to be everyone's cup of tea yeah it's definitely a different kind of sound different sound a different attitude a different vibe and it's an intimidating one i can see why they're where they are they're not the biggest group in the world but they have a lot of loyal fans. Yeah. They're in a nice pocket right now. And this isn't going to hurt them one bit. I thought this was really well done. I also want to say like, I loved Dummy, mm-hmm. female rapper. I haven't heard a female rapper like that in K-pop. She came in, her tone was so natural and low. Yeah, very low. Her cadence and the phrasing was very, very different. So wow, did that stand out? And it was refreshing. It was refreshing. I think you get into a pattern, especially with the rap of K-pop and Mm -hmm. definitely with the females, where it does kind of sound the same. And it's the same sounding voice, the same rhythm, the same kind of wannabe badass mentality. This girl came in just completely different. And I was like, wow, is that, that's so refreshing, really refreshing. (laughs) Really cool. And I love the lyrics and the whole intensity of the song. Talking about it, you know, there's no utopia here. And it's very powerful, really powerful stuff. What other songs did you like on the album? I really, really, really liked Poison Love. (gasps) Yes. To me, that was the song that stood out. That's the one I went back to. And the chorus is simple and perfect. And I love the low, low Mm -hmm. chorus. I loved that song. I thought For Memory showed a softer side that was also really nice coming from kind of the chaotic metal rock sounds from some of the other songs. But for me, the standout track is Poison Love. Yeah, that's my favorite song. Okay. Look, yeah. Charity and I agreeing on everything tonight. <laughs> I know. I know. Literally, I love that one more than Odd Eye, honestly. So do I. Yeah. So do I. Um, I, I like Odd Eye. We're so insane. <laughs> Queendom, write this date on your calendar. It's probably the first and last time that Charity and I will agree on favorite so songs. Things, the right? same male bias. <laughs> like, I don't know. What is in the water? Actually, wait. I think it's a full moon. I think it's a full moon oh, tonight. There so, you go. There you go, guys. The universe is just doing crazy <laughs> things because Charity and I are on the same page. <laughs> I thought that was the standout song for yeah. sure. Really good. And again, watching their earlier stuff, some of their stuff, especially in the past couple of years, it reminds me of like early 2000s cascade, like early EDM rave music with the female vocal, right? Rave rave music, which I don't normally like, but this is kind of a a twist on it. I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely get it. Deja Vu was an older song, an older in K-pop means like a year old, you know, (laughs) they're so prolific. They put out so much stuff, but I loved it. Again, I feel like I'm still digesting it, right? I can't totally say I love them, but I'm really impressed. And I think they did this so well. Sometimes it might not be my style of music. Isn't usually going to be rock with like heavy metal guitars. It's not my vibe. Most of the time. It doesn't mean I can't recognize that it's good and really well done. You know, yeah. like from a music critic kind of standpoint, I can sit there and say, I don't know if this is my lane, 
but wow, is this good. Good music is good music. So, for sure. Because I'm normally not like rocking out to metal and rock for sure. If we yeah. all know I'm an R&B girl. But when music is so good and to me, their vocals are just stunning. They're very yeah. talented. The production on this is amazing. I think they really experimented with a lot of different sounds and I was really impressed and good music is good music like Emily said. Exactly. Like let's do a PSA for people, especially when you're younger. There's a lot of I don't listen to country. I hate it. I don't listen to this. I hate it. Don't do that to yourself. Don't play yourself that way because one day you're going to hear a country song that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Genres are so fluid these days anyway. Don't limit yourself. Like there's a lot of great music out there. Don't limit yourself. Have an open mind because it might not be your thing. And before you know it, you're turned on to this whole other world of amazing sounds and really talented artists. So I think it speaks to the diversity within K-pop that you have groups with such different sounds. You know, K-pop gets such a bad rap of like manufactured and kind of these awful stereotypes that just aren't true. They aren't. So there's a lot of different stuff in K-pop is what I'm trying to say. So I love being exposed to a group like this that just is amazingly different, aggressive, unique. Yeah. I'm all about I have power. a feeling they, oh, and real girl power. Yeah. These, yeah. This isn't pretend. This isn't make-believe for a music video. Again, they're not like trying to be badasses. They are. Mm-hmm. There's just something really believable. And in no way does that affect their femininity or their yeah. beauty. Like, I think if you're listening to us describe this and you've never seen them, maybe you have a different picture in your head. Look at them. They're gorgeous. Oh, they're one of the prettiest girl groups out there. And I love that that's a background to everything else we're talking about tonight. Yeah, The looks are the background because the talent, the music, the choreography is center stage. That's an accomplishment in and of itself. Mm -hmm. How exciting, how exciting to be able to talk about a girl group. And the first thing you notice aren't their looks, right? It's an afterthought to go, oh, wow, they're gorgeous. That's like a job well done. (laughs) Whoever's behind the creativity here. Just phenomenal. Who is your bias? Did you pick one? My bias, she stood out to me pretty quickly. Not because she starts the song, but I love her vocals. I love her presence. I just think she's a great all-arounder. I'm going to butcher the name, but it's Hyun. Mm-hmm. And then oh. my wrecker. Oh, my God. I wonder if we picked the same bias again. I don't know. We might have to stop recording because, like, the world is ending. Um, my wrecker. I picked my wrecker. I just thought she had amazing stage presence. She just grabbed me. She was so cool and charismatic. Also a really nice voice. Vocals on point. Shuhyun is my wrecker. I'm opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Shuhyun is my bias and Yuhyun is my wrecker. I love yes. it. <laughs> Those two bring it, you know, they right? really have... Oh my presence. God, such presence. And their vocals are gorgeous. Insane, yeah. really. Like absolutely insane. These girls can sing. And again, the rap is very different and unique. These seven women, they're really, really super talented. Yeah. yeah. I think Dreamcatcher could go two different ways. I think they could be like Stray Kids where a lot of people in the next six months jump on board mm-hmm. this comeback, this album and say, wow, this group's different. They're amazing. 
or they might kind of stay in their own lane and have this amazing career with a little bit of a smaller audience. It's not like this is a group that's not doing numbers. I mean, they have an amazing fan base. Last time I looked, I think the music video was at 5 million or something on the first day. They're doing numbers. So it'll be interesting to see if they're kind of pushed and accepted in mainstream K-pop or if they're going to stay on the fringe doing something unique and different. Because I think you can be unique and different and still mainstream. Straight Kids has done it. So let's see if the the females can cross that bridge. It's going to be really, really cool to see in the next six months to a year where Dreamcatcher is. I know we're both rooting for them. Our biases are bias records. (laughs) I thought, oh my goodness, are we going to have the same ones? That would be so funny. (laughs) We have to listen to it. Yes. The people listening may not have heard of Dreamcatcher. Let's play a clip and you guys can hear what we're talking about when we say this sounds different. This is Odd Eye by Dreamcatcher. that beat my goodness just really cool really unique congratulations to Dreamcatcher and to insomnia the fan base yeah this is a nice comeback for them they're gonna gain some new fans mm-hmm. i'll just say that we won't do crazy predictions but yeah congratulations amazing which brings us to one of our favorite times of the show everyone it's quiz time quiz, quiz time, time. <laughs> our beautiful song that you know we've been working on for years the theme song to quiz time i think it's coming along well charity there was i think so too if anyone's looking for us to write any jingles for them we're available (laughs) (laughs) we're happy to write a jingle for game shows things of that nature we wanted to keep it simple but it really Uh, packs a punch i think yeah yeah so. so you know we're still we're still tweaking it everyone but that quiz time song it's on point it's going to be our calling card one day, Charity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the quiz, it's around our girl's Dreamcatcher. This week's quiz is called, Let's Find Out Which Member of Dreamcatcher You're Most Like. Ooh. So this will be a fun one. I always like taking quizzes with these new groups. And one of these I really love because it's fun to find out who we're going to date. Yeah. But it's like, here's whose personality matches yours. So Charity. Are you ready to find out which member of Dreamcatcher you're most like? I am ready. Okay, for the community listening, Queendom, we always post this on our Twitter. Actually, the BuzzFeed link is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. Please click it. Play along with us. Let us know who you got. One of our favorite parts of the week is comparing results with our friends through social media. So if you're not following us, NYC K-pop Queens, let us know your result. All right, Charity. What are you most afraid of? Scars, small spaces, getting lost, being chased, falling, being restrained, or unwanted stares? Hands down, being chased. Okay. 
Yeah. What about you? Being restrained in any way, shape, or form. I don't like, yeah, no. No, 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 no. I need to fly free, everyone. <laughs> fly free. I like I like my freedom. Ooh, no, don't try to restrain me. Also, just the questions kind of points out how dark this group is. I know, like, right? These are the <laughs> well, I told you, they all stand for a fear. Like, each member Time. represents a fear. <laughs> how would you like to join a K-pop group? And they're like, you're claustrophobia. I know. Here. I mean, it's it's intense. So, okay. <laughs> okay. This is a little more lighthearted. Pick a name. Very random. Emma, Della, Alice, Lucy, Monica, Lily, or Rachel? Or Satan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Sorry. I've had a lot of coffee today, and I'm in that middle of like... <laughs> hyper weird or you know could throw up <laughs> apologies to everyone oh, get a little off the rails my system's starting to feel it <laughs> since satan isn't a choice oh. i will go with lily i'm gonna go with lucy all right Ugh, i get the job of pronouncing members names excuse me everyone <laughs> which Dreamcatcher member would you want to be your roommate shihan handong dami Hyuhan, Gahyan, Sua, or Jiu? I'm going to pick my bias, Shiyan. I'm going to pick my bias, Hyuhan. Pick a color. Pink, blue, red, yellow, black, green, or orange? Black. Going green. Okay. Who did you get, Charity? I got Jiu. Just like the leader GU, you are very loyal and compassionate toward people who share your same dream. Hmm. All right. I think that's a good representation. You're very loyal and compassionate. I got Sua. Like oh. Sua, you bring happy vibes everywhere you go and are always up for a laugh. This is true. That's true. That's probably because <laughs> like I had to pick Lily instead of Satan. If Satan was there, would... <laughs> I picked a beautiful name, but they're like, look at this happy girl over here. <laughs> As always, follow us on Twitter. Take the quiz with us, NYC K-pop Queens. Thank you, BuzzFeed. That was a fun one. Short and to the point. Dreamcatcher, thank you for an interesting comeback. Gave us a lot to talk about. Time to move on to something totally different. We told you this week was different. We had three completely different acts to review that all bring something to the table. This one is a gentleman by the name of You Know. He debuted in 2003 with the SM group TVXQ. The group has been a duo since 2010, breaking all kinds of records, super duper successful. So this is someone from a different generation of K-pop who has continued his career, continued to do amazing things. And this is his second solo mini album. It's called Noir, the second mini album. The first single was called Thank You. And this is another music video that was a movie. It's a short film. It's a cinematic masterpiece. We have to talk about it because oh like- Oh, do I love this? And held my breath and closed my eyes 5,000 times. I was watching a very suspenseful thriller. It was, oh my goodness. First, we'll get to the song in a second, but the music video is so insane. We have to talk about it. It's epic. 
When I clicked on it and it said, you have to be of age to watch this. I know. Okay. (laughs) Tell me more. What are we going to (laughs) see? Turns out it's not that side. It's more for the violence. But I'm also into it. Bring it. The violence. I mean, there was, there was some stuff in it that was like, whoa. But it's like, it's a gangster movie. It's a redemption gangster movie where someone gets screwed over. They try to kill him. He doesn't die and he's out for revenge. And it was epic. He came out and I thought, who the heck is this? Right. Wow. A stunning grown Grown. Grown and sexy. Grown and sexy should be Yuno's name. <laughs> I, know. I died. Just the first clip. First know, of all, this looks like a movie. Oh my God. I don't even like smoking, but it was so sexy ooh, to me. Ooh, ooh. You could smoke in my one bedroom apartment all day. <laughs> I don't mind at all. I love the smell. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I love cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like, wow. He just him standing there smoking. I was like, who? <laughs> the hell is this movie star right and movie you know, star yes movie star he mm-hmm. is better looking than anyone on this planet and i yeah. just want to say i'm really really annoyed with all of you out there the queen didn't you never told <laughs> no. us about him right what? you all have been hiding him from us you you <laughs> this is our aesthetic this is our vibe no right. one said anything no one said hey did you listen to you know's new album <laughs> no all of you all of you hid him from us no. you hid him well, guess what? Oh we found God. him. And we will we never let him. him go. I <laughs> I am telling you, and no shade, but some of these groups that come back and do solo work later in their career don't age well. I'm just going to say it. Some of them haven't aged well. They look quite a bit older. Mm-hmm. Like a 35-year-old can look very different from the 25-year-old to the yeah. point that I'll think he's maybe 50. And then I yeah. look and he's like 35 years old. Some of them have not aged as well in this industry. Oh, not you know. Right? You know is looking perfect. This man in his mid-30s is perfection. I am yeah. like, I'm watching this and I'm like, first of all, who the hell is that? I thought it was an actor. I didn't even think it was the guy singing the song. I'm like, oh, it must be some like husband boy bander back there singing. No, 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 no. The leading man is this guy oh from TVXQ. The way that he's walking down oh. the road under the umbrellas, he's looked. <laughs> Y'all don't even know. You have got to watch Haunted. this music video. Oh. And I'm just a sucker for gangster stuff anyway. I absolutely love it. Like, the, the storyline is so compelling. But the way this was shot, the fight scenes, it was like John Wick. It was really. Yes really impressive i'm not exaggerating or trying to be funny when i say this was a short film and not a music video yeah it was really beautiful and well done i was so invested from that first second he walks out and smokes a cigarette right. till the ending credits i was like blown away just phenomenal and again it just speaks to the storytelling capabilities from Korean media. Mm-hmm. What they put out, the level of product that they put out, unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is a music video. And it was just, oh my goodness, the showdown between him and his <gasps> rival where they're playing Russian roulette. Oh my God. I like had to close my eyes. I was like, oh my God. Edge like, of my seat. Oh, yeah. Edge of my seat. Oh. I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Every time, every time they pulled that trigger. Right? I was just like, what is happening? I mean, the whole thing, you get to watch like this 
insanely handsome guy getting revenge on the gangster who tried to kill him. It's just, uh, I wasn't expecting to love this music video as much as I did. I really Me too. And it's not even away. my kind of genre. Like we know I'm a big weenie when it comes to violence, but yeah. When you serve it to me with him. And I just want to say, too, another reason I'm mad that nobody told us about him. (laughs) Mad. I'm mad at every single one of you. (laughs) Mad. He's a superstar. Yeah. This dude is a legit superstar. And I'm just frustrated, you know, there's so much content with K-pop and we got into the game later. But wow, is he a superstar. Oh, my goodness. The vocals... The dancing, the choreography. Dancing. Oh my gosh. He's a star. Like, this is a different deal. And I cannot believe we haven't known about him before. And, and he's on SM, like our favorite label ever. I know. <laughs> how? How did we not know? Well, clearly we're dumb idiots. Right. Terry, yeah. <laughs> how can we be so stupid? <laughs> like, like, how stupid are we? And, and you know what's really sad in my brain? I know, I know we both know the name TVXQ. I know we know the name. Other idols talking about it. I never yep. just jumped down the rabbit hole. Me too. I knew the name and I knew that they're really respected. They had a lot of accomplishments on SM. That's all I knew. Yeah. That's all I knew because lazy me didn't feel like jumping down that <laughs> rabbit hole. And now I watch this video angry that I have spent all these days without this guy in my life because he is phenomenal. Oh I'm telling you guys. Yeah watch the music video and then go on and watch all of his other videos and all of his live performances, his comeback performances for this album. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, oh God. Okay. Enough about his visuals and the movie. Let's talk about the actual song. Let's talk about thank you. It was so freaking good. There was so much layering. The yeah. trumpet solo, kill me. Like, and oh then my goodness. After the solo, his voice comes in kind of like quiet and haunting. Oh my God. The bridge. It yes, is one the of the best bridges. Yes. Oh my goodness, that breakdown. And I love the lyrics. When I looked up the lyrics, I'm like, this is kind of a diss song to your yeah. haters. Kind of saying, okay, here's a lesson. Don't tell people when you're happy. Don't tell them when you're sad. You know, <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you for hating me. Thank you for this. I loved the message of the song. I loved it. Really cool. Really cool. Really catchy. I thought it was so interesting too. He kind of showed us he can do it all because the start of the verse, he's almost talking, you know, it's this kind of talk rap. And then here comes a vocal God. Just kidding. I'm actually a great singer. (laughs) It's just like, and then you watch him dance again. You all slept on this. Or just kept it a secret. Because they didn't yeah, the, yeah, we slept on it. You're right. They kept yeah. it a secret. They all kept him from us, Charity. <laughs> well, not anymore, everyone. Now we, we will never secret. stop talking about you now. <laughs> I, I just, and I think he should be the blueprint of how kind of young teenage boy band stars transition into solo acts yeah. because he's done it so well. He's aged well and he's doing it right. The sound, the look. Yeah. Boy, can you be a grown man and still do this? You just, you have to tweak the choreography. You tweak the subject matter, you know, the whole thing. It's just like, this is what I want to see from the older K-pop stars. Yeah. Even the ones like in their late 20s, this is the vibe. This is the lane you all should be going down. Instead of singing about candy, let's go into this. And it's right? not like this is hypersexualized. and look, I'm a grown man. You don't have to show it when you are. 
You just, just like are. just exude it. Yes. Maybe that's the theme of this episode, you know, exuding the confidence. You don't have yes. to show it. You just are it. And wow. We talked about Dreamcatcher and with you now. Whoo. Yeah, I'm a lifelong fan right here. This guy has really. Mm. Uh, I was literally just <laughs> with my mouth open, <laughs> listening, <laughs> watching, like. Me too. How could he not somehow come across my like screen at some point? I don't. I don't understand. Because people have willfully cupped him from us. <laughs> That's why. No, I feel the same way. And apologies if we're getting giddy and crazy here, but we, you know, save our conversations for the podcast. We want to do this organically and have this conversation for the first time with the queendom while you're all listening. So I wanted to text you about this. So seriously, bad. like, this guys, you video. have no idea. How much I was dying this week because I was so excited about everything (laughs) and to not be able to, obviously Emily and I texted, but we just didn't talk about this, which was like a giant elephant in the room in my head. Like, oh my God. And and this is another one. Look, we're kind of three for three on like picking the same biases. Obviously he's the bias. There's another choice, but like, (laughs) there's no way that we could both look at this guy and be like, no, he's not my type. Well, if he's not your type you're not breathing period guys girls whoever's listening if he's not your type you're dead there is no one you cannot look at him and tell me he's not the most handsome man alive try you try to argue it with me you can't this guy's like oh my god you know and then sorry i digress i'm he is the one for sure that will leave you on red and you will just Eat it up and just die and wait for any text from him. He doesn't have to text me for years. (laughs) I don't even care. Again, come smoke in my apartment. I love it. Oh, what a great smell. Like, I don't even care. I don't care about anything. You want to text me once at 3 a.m., you up? Yes, I am. I'm wide awake. Just wide awake. (laughs) Like... This dude, he's getting away with all of it. Like, there's, there's yeah. No, he's oh, he's a different level, everyone. But let's move on to another reason I think we're both so giddy. The talent and the music is there. Gosh. Like, it's there. If this was just like a hot guy, but the music was gross, I don't think we would both be this enamored by him. Yeah. Yeah. The music, like, wow. I love this mini album. Boy, do I love it. Yeah really really like it what were your favorite songs oh my god time the machine. whole thing yeah, right time machine to me was so futuristic and it kind of goes in and out of this like experimental 80s kind of sound to like oh my a god. Pop kind of r&b the chorus i loved in it i'm like i will jump on your time machine sure where are we going mm-hmm. where are we going do you know what it reminds me of when you said futuristic and he reminds me of this person and i'll get into it later not in the same vein but Time Machine hits me so much like Justin Timberlake. Future Sex Love Sounds. The yes. beginning of that album, that's this song. And not, it's not, guys. There was no copying. But it has the same overtones and vibe a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It was very reminiscent of that to me. And to me, that was Justin Timberlake at his best. Boy, has he downslid musically. Yeah, but yeah. at his best, 
I loved that, the sound of it, the vibe of it. And that's kind of where this hit me. When I listened to it, I went, ooh, okay. So freaking good. Like just the effects on his vocals and that too. Yes. The production of this entire thing. SM spending all that money. They're writing checks. He's got, please. They're like, you want more money? What do you want to do? I'll do it. Like (laughs) he has everyone wrapped around his finger because like the product, the talent Okay, sorry to interrupt. What were your other favorite songs? My other favorite song, La Rosa. The duet he did with Shin Yi Yun. Mm -hmm. That Latin beating guitar. I'm like, okay, Yanho, when are we going salsa dancing? Because I will dance with you to this song. Oh my God. I knew you would love that one. I knew it. I heard it and I go, up. this is a charity. (laughs) It's a Latin beat. Yeah, no, it's a great song. A nice way to end the album. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What did you like? Really, I think it's strong. Yeah. This is a no skip. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. From beginning to end, from that opening time machine track that took me into that Justin Timberlake future sex love sound vibe, I was sold. I love Thank You. I think it's really cool. Loco House Party makes me want to dance. I really, really like it. And when I watched his performance of that for the comeback special, Great choreography. He's so charismatic on stage and the way he danced with his background dancers. It was just a house party vibe. I loved it. But the one that stood out to me, my favorite, favorite song, Need You Right Now. Oh. Really catchy hook. Yeah. Perfect, perfect pop vocal. Just if you want to construct a perfect pop song, it's what it sounded like to me. I've come back to it so much this week and it's just like so pleasant to my ears that's the one I go back to. But again, there wasn't a song on the album that I thought, eh, skip. It's a no skip for me. Guys, you need to go listen because it is so freaking good. You know is the coolest. And please watch the video. Let's play yeah. a clip from the song. The song okay. is so dope. Go on YouTube and watch the video tonight. I'm telling you, this is a movie and it's a really well done movie. <laughs> so good it just makes me want to dance which I did mm-hmm. a lot in my apartment listening to this song <laughs> so did I it's it's just great really really great and then he released this week another song that's not on the album which I'm kind of confused why there's a right? new single that wasn't put on the album but let's talk about that it's called Eeny Meeny it's really catchy I like the song. The music video is wonderful. And so good. Our girl's in it from Red Velvet. Yeah, Soggy. Soggy's in it. She's the love interest. And they do great choreography together. It's cute. It's very cute and very, like, well done. I just am wondering why it wasn't on the album. And why she's not singing. Well, she's not featured, though. I think that was just a little, like, nugget to throw at us. Because a lot of yeah. times, celebrities are love interests in music videos. I guess, And yeah. they knew she, and they knew she could dance. 
That one reminded me too. He remind it's another Justin Timberlake reference, but that music video is so much like Justin Timberlake's first song, his first single, like I love you. Mm -hmm. The whole, that music video, I just got those JT vibes again. And in the best way possible, like really, really best way possible. Like here's a superstar. I love that part in the video where they quote unquote rack where the cars kind of simultaneously yeah. like go together and they start kind of going in a circle. And I'm like, yeah, right. if I saw him on the other side of a car accident, I would not be disappointed. No, let's get in, <laughs> get into it. Oh no. What a disappointment. The car that wrecked it to me. Oh, it's him. That's what I call that is a, a meet cute. Meet cute. You guys yes. know what cute is. That, that, would, that would be, be my meet cute. Yep. We met in a car accident. Yep. Now we're in right. love. <laughs> hey however it has to happen with you know i'll make it happen whatever whatever avenue we have to go down here sure <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh. yeah i liked eeny meeny i just felt like it was more like fun lighthearted. Yeah. the video for thank you was so intense and so cinematic this was kind of a fun even though there's a little bit of a car scuffle it was more fun more interactive guy and girl it was very yeah, cute it was cute so so enamored like I'm so Me shocked that I, he was nowhere in my radar I think it's because we've got to the k-pop game late and not yeah. late we've been in it now for years but it's still like he was before our time yeah but I, I just think he's doing it right I love the whole thing this whole comeback what a great rollout and you know he was called k-pop's dancing king by critics he has the respect and admiration. He's a huge superstar for some reason that Charity and I just didn't know about. <laughs> An interesting tidbit about him that I found, he was the only Asian performer invited to the Michael Jackson tribute concert tour. Um, wow. he performed, yeah, he performed during the Korean leg and he was the only Asian performer. So That's amazing. But it shows you like how respected he is in the industry. And what an amazing dancer he is. The videos are wonderful, but watch his performances. Watch his comeback performances. He makes it look so smooth and easy. His sense of rhythm, phenomenal. I can't believe we didn't know about him. Really, really, really happy that we got to talk about him this week. Yeah, check him out, guys. If you're like us and you (laughs) were living under a rock and unaware of him, (laughs) check him out. Just a lot of content, a lot of talent, wonderful comeback. Great music this week. Really, really impressive, different type of stuff that I know we were both giddy about. So I wonder what everyone else thinks. Uh, Well, and I also think it's like there's enough room in K-pop for different sounds. Mm -hmm. There's enough room in K-pop for different ages. I wonder if younger fans aren't into you know, because he's what, 34? Yeah. Like here in the States, ages aren't a big deal. I mean, JLo's 50 something and she still does pop music and wears ridiculous outfits and does the whole thing. It's not like, oh, it's not a big deal. I feel like that's one thing I don't want to be too controversial with what I'm saying, but maybe that's one thing we get right over here is that our music acts are able to continue their careers. The Rolling Stones are in their 70s. Right. But I just wonder if the fans look at it differently. Maybe. We're going to post a poll. Just let us know like if the age of an idol affects how you view them. I think it does in some ways. We've talked about it with the younger groups. It's very, we're grown women. So it's uncomfortable to be like, he's my bias when he's 15. Like we don't really, (laughs) instead we'll just talk about like his voice or he's a good performer. Yeah. You know, the age could come into play, but I never 
would count someone out and not be a fan of them because of their age. Again, I just feel like good music is good music, but maybe, I don't know, K-pop, there's a lot of different stuff and we're still kind of learning the culture around it. There's always things that I'm like, whoa, you know, I mean, we should talk about really quickly, you know, was poisoned by an anti. When I read that, I was like, who is she? I'm going to go beat her now. So for those of you maybe who are locals, as we affectionately call non-K-pop fans, in K-pop world, the fan community is the most intense fandom can get. So you not only are intense for the groups that you stan, that you're a fan of, there's also a huge community of people that are really strong antis of groups that they don't stan, who are usually rivals of whoever their favorite group is. So you will watch on Twitter. Oh my goodness. When I got into it, it was Blackpink fans fighting BTS fans. And I'm like, like there's always, right now, the SM groups hate these groups and the NCT fans. And then Monster X is going to fight these people. It's just, the fans are such a small subset. The ones that do this of most of the fans, these groups don't hate each other. I'm sure they're all dating and happy and best friends, right? The fans create these weird rivalries that can lead to some dangerous behavior. And unfortunately for, you know, back in the day, probably when the group was at its height, you know, uh, TVXQ, an anti got into the backstage area of a variety show and put super glue in his drink like a lot of it. And he drank it. <laughs> and he drank it and he was poisoned and hospitalized. And Insane. he didn't press charges. It's not that he didn't press charges. The government didn't press charges. What I read was he didn't press charges because he, I guess, was having empathy because she was the same age as his younger sister. So he no. was trying to. No. Why would the government not press charges against someone because, trying to kill someone. That's insane. Because how did she get access in the first place? Yeah. You know, there's a, a class system that certain people, how do those fans stand outside the door of NCT's dorms every night and not get arrested? Yeah. You know, if you're a certain class in Korea, that seems to be acceptable behavior, which I find just appalling, appalling. and if completely I had a bizarre. Be arrested. Well, but then our label would be shut down because that person's dad owns a company that has way more money than us. That's how it works, unfortunately. And it's totally wrong and unfair. And like we saw it, you know, this past weekend, NCT was flying into Korea. And when they landed, the fans were out of control. Well, wavy. It was wavy. And poor. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was wrong. It was wavy. Yeah. Yeah. Out of control fans in their faces, pushing them. 10 yeah. was on That's the ground. He, yeah. First of all, you bitches shouldn't even be there. Excuse my language. Thank you. Yeah. But you shouldn't even be there. It's a pandemic. We're not supposed to be crowding. And they were just on top of the members, pulling and pushing them. They have these cameras with those huge lenses right in their face. Yeah. No space, no privacy. There's a mental illness with that. Those aren't fans. Yeah, like, no. I'm just going to say, if, if you're at the airport doing that, you, you guys probably don't need to listen to our podcast. I think we're a different type of fan. That's never going to be something we endorse or we're cool Never, no. ever. And I just don't get, like, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to see you and be like, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm going to fall in love with this girl with a camera in my face and date in my her. face, right? Like, oh. It's just an unhealthy obsession where it's an object to them, not a person. We're all the same. They're in the public eye. They're just like us, you guys. Yeah. Everyone. We're all just humans. We watch the same stuff on Netflix. 
We eat the same stuff for dinner. We have the same anxieties and stress with friends and parents and family. It's scary when people behave that way. It's really scary. So yeah, that's sad and that's alarming and (laughs) not the best thing. I'm happy that, you know, survived that and we're able to have him around, but it's an unfortunate consequence of being in the public eye. And it's something that I wish... Korea would get a better handle on. Maybe one day. A lot of times people blame the label. I'm like, eh, I think this is above what the label can do. Yeah. So just my take. Uh, Moving on. Sorry, it's going to be a long episode tonight. (laughs) We talked about Kingdom last week, and we had no idea what was going on. And then, of course, the next day, the day that we publish our podcast, so it's too late to, you know, go back, um, they announced that it's debuting on April 1st. So Kingdom is happening April 1st. You know we'll be watching every episode, breaking Mm -hmm. down every performance. Stray Kids, a tease, The Boys, Icon, SF9, and then BTOB are rumored. So we've got some more groups that are doing it. Monsta X was rumored as well. We talked about it. And they officially declined. They formally declined, which I think is the right move for them. They're finally getting the love and respect they deserve. I saw an article on like Refinery29 about them yesterday. I'm so happy to see internationally how big they're getting, you know, the Urban Decay partnership, mm-hmm. like everything. We talked about last week, so we don't have to get into it, but yeah, Love Monster X and I cannot wait for Kingdom April 1st. XO, Golden Vocals, Dio from XO. He finished his military service. Yay! Welcome home. Welcome home. He went on V Live. He told the fans he's filming a project right now called The Moon, and he's also working on new music. So cannot wait. I can't wait for new XO music. I think it's happening. I mean, Bacon always, you know, he, he's the ultimate at <laughs> saying right. things before he's supposed to. Uh, There's spoilers all over with Bacon. I'm sure SM goes nuts. I think they do. There's that one story where they called him yelled at him for an hour about one of the spoilers. Uh, but he said, he's like, EXO is going to work on stuff. So EXO is coming back. That's going to be epic and amazing. I still think their last album didn't get enough promotion and love. Still listening to that one. Let's get into more news because there's a lot. So this weekend, it's finally time for the Blackpink concert charity. Woo-hoo. I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. I want to see them perform songs from the album that we haven't seen them ever do. Your girl, Rosé, she's officially debuting her solo single during the concert. I'm so excited. Did you see the music video teaser? I sure did. did. It's exactly what she should be doing. Yeah. Perfect lane. They get the A&R right with Blackpink. They really do. Like, they steer them the right way. That's what she should be doing. It's going to be amazing. And they're performing with a live band at their concert, which I think is really cool. We don't get to see that a lot. Usually it's these kind of tracks that they press play on and the guys or girls sing over so Mm -hmm. i think this concert is going to be amazing we'll be watching it we'll give you our thoughts next week but until then they're on james corden tomorrow which for all of you will be the night this comes out thursday the 28th blackpink girls are going to be on james corden give you a taste of what's happening with the concert so big weekend for blinks we'll be watching it all ace we were big fans of the AC Steve Aoki Thutmus remix of Fave Boys, and it entered the Billboard Dance Electronic Charts at number 12. 
So that's a really nice chart position for them. Yeah. Dance Electronic, they're number 12. So congratulations to them. Again, my dark horse candidate for breakout group of 2021. BTS is releasing a new version of B. It's called B Essential. We're talking about the album B. That'll be February 19th. I was kind of thinking that's where they're going to put the Ariana song. Yeah, that's where they're. But I don't think they are. From what I saw, it's it's just a different. They're just repackaging the album and giving you a different photo frame. So it's like that would have been a good opportunity. I think it'll be a whole new album for that. Okay, you know it's big hit making money. Moving on, Stray Kids announced their first online fan meeting, so that'll be exciting. I know Stays were excited to kind of see that, looking forward to it. I've never participated in one of these online fan meetings. There's a lot of stuff you have to do to, like, get in, but I love seeing people on Twitter share their experience, so we'll see. Maybe one of these days, Stray Kids will be the first for us. Big news for us. Their new reality show is finally coming out February 2nd, Charity. Stray Kids reality show. Just the teaser. I was like, this is what I want. They're in sleds. They're chasing each other in the snow. I'm so here for it. You know we'll watch it every week and give you full breakdowns and reviews. It's been a while since we've watched a reality show and reviewed it. There's no way we're missing Stray Kids. NCT 127 celebrated NCT 127 Day which is January 27th. It's something that fans came up with that NCT held on to and they celebrate it every year, kind of a celebration of the group and the fans and their accomplishments. Kick It reached 100 million views. So that's an accomplishment to celebrate. It's huge. Huge. And, you know, they did celebrate NCT Day without Taeyong. It was a V Live. Yeah. And he called in. So... Still a little concerned. Yeah, I'm still a little concerned about that. He posts stuff and, you know, he does that, but it's like, but why weren't you physically there? Like, what's, I I, I don't know. I don't know. Hope Taeyong's doing okay. I'm just so anxious for him to come back. He's my bias. I adore him. So always sending good vibes to him. Show Champion was canceled today. Again, guys, we record this on Wednesdays, so... Show Champion was canceled because of COVID concerns. COVID is still out there ruining everything, if you guys aren't aware. I don't know how you wouldn't be. They had a concern of, you know, an employee crossing paths with someone who was infected. So it's still rearing its ugly head. And in the United States, it's still pretty difficult. We have the vaccine. People aren't able to get it. There's not nearly enough. It's just, unfortunately, I think we're kind of in this for the long haul. So sobering reality to start the new year but this is going to be life for the time being and Uh, uh yeah hold on to k-pop hang on to (laughs) k-pop with all your might Uh. we all need some escapism so we're right there with you queens i'm listening we're right there with you if this is a tough time because it's been a really tough time for us a lot of stuff past couple months (sighs) covid sucks (laughs) moving on Speaking of big hit, you know, we just talked about big hit releasing Be Essential and all of that stuff. Big hit's making business moves. Big hit is really trying to take over K-pop. So we know that they have their online platform for the fans to communicate with the guys and all of the groups under them are on Weverse. The one everyone else uses is VLive. Well, now they're merging. It was announced today. 
that Navar, which owns VLive, has made a deal with Big Hit, which owns Weverse, to merge. And there's going to be kind of a brand new fan community platform where it's all the same thing. I don't know what it's going to look like yet. They said it'll take a year for the platforms to kind of form one big platform, but it'll just be no more Weverse and VLive. It'll all be one big thing. I hope that it stays visually more like VLive. I really hate yeah. Weverse. I don't like it. It is not Weverse. intuitive. It's confusing. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. So hopefully that gets fixed. You need to it get the UI nice. fixed on that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It would be nice to have one big platform because I find myself not going on Weverse. Yeah, never. Unless I'm going to watch a concert or like the movies that they do. But we're missing out. Like, yeah. you know, BTS used to go live on Live all the time and now they don't. And I'm missing out on all that content and content of T by T. Sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> Excuse me if you all heard that. Freddie is hungry. But missing out on all of that content because I prefer VLive and I'm a creature of habit. I like VLive. Yeah. So it'll be nice to have them all on one thing because it'll be what you go to. But I thought that was an interesting business move because Big Hit really fought with VLive and that's why they started Weverse. If I was a K-pop group and another label bought the platform that I have to use to communicate with my fans, I'd be a little uncomfortable with that. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest. Yeah, huge conflict of interest. There's definitely a question of monopoly here. Yeah. That Big Hit's playing. On top of that, they also invested and bought YG+. YG label, YG+, was kind of their way to communicate with fans. And from what I read... Big Hit's interest in that was on the merchandise side, that YG Plus will help them with distribution and production of merchandise. So they're now merging. So pretty soon, Big Hit's going to merge with all the labels and it'll all be under the same thing. I don't like that. I don't want that. Because I don't personally always like their vision for things whatsoever. Same. Whatsoever. Same. It's not my aesthetic always. No, not at all. And one of the problems too, like, it's just... You limit choice, you limit creativity. Like yeah. I understand from a business move, both of these, but I think we're on a very slippery slope with yeah. Big Hit and where they're going. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll keep you guys informed. But there's a question here for me. I don't like um, <laughs> the acquire, acquire, acquire. Mm -hmm. I hate it. And that's what happened in the United States. There were a lot of smaller labels that were fantastic. Atlantic yeah. is one of my favorite labels ever. It got acquired. All of them were acquired by the same, what, three labels, mega labels. So you've got like 30 little labels, or you used to. The music industry has changed. But I mean, that's what happened here. That's what will happen everywhere. It does affect the product. It does affect it really does, everything. Yeah. So I'm with you. I would rather Big Hit not do that. But... <laughs> Who are we, we to say? say right? Yeah, we don't have to say. I'm just going to pray that SM stays to themselves and keeps doing right. thing because that's the product I enjoy. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, so just going to be honest. No, I love them all. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of groups on Big Hit now, especially with their buying a few of these labels that I like. And BTS yeah. is the big one. But yeah. Let's not dilute the product of all the other labels. Let's just yeah. keep things where they are. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Last little bit of news. Shiny. Shiny is back. Yay. We talked about it. We knew they were coming back, but they announced that they're doing a live stream on January 31st. 
January 31st, big day. Mm-hmm. And, and this is going to kind of like look back on their history and give fans a preview of the new music that's coming in February. So, you know, we're excited for that. We've talked about it quite a bit. Great. Can't wait to watch that and see what they're up to and what the new music is going to sound like. It's going to be really cool. So excited. Okay, now it's time for a fun announcement. Ooh. Ooh. So, Charity and I, <laughs> you know that we're really into talking biases and all all that stuff. I think we've slipped in a few astrology references on the show from time <laughs> to time. So, two weeks from today, it's Valentine's Day. It's going to be our Valentine's Day episode in two weeks. So we thought we'd do a fun segment of who we're most compatible with, of all these different groups, who we're compatible with. And the criteria is not only your astrological sign, like Sagittarius, Cancer, also your Chinese zodiac sign and blood type. That's a compatibility thing as well. It's especially, you know, Korea. They ask you, what's your blood type? And there's personality traits around it. So we decided to do the research, put in the grunt work, and figure out with those three criterias who we're most compatible with. On top of that, we would like to do the grunt work for two of you listeners. So loyal listeners of the Queendom, the first two people that slide into our DMs on Twitter, so send us a personal message on Twitter, we're going to do this for you as well. We're going to make it part of the segment who you're most compatible with of every group Every guy group or girl group, we're doing the grunt work with all this personal information to find out compatibility. Yeah. It'll be fun. I mean, so for, us, fun. Oh my for us, it's fun. We love it. I'm a fire sign and they're not very prevalent in K-pop. So, <laughs> which is fine, but like who I'm compatible with are fire and air signs. K-pop seems to be all water and earth. They're all over there just being hard workers, (laughs) organized. That is not me. That is not who I'm compatible with. And I will tell you, I'm already annoyed just thinking about it because that's one good thing about American celebrities. They're usually all... Yeah. They're all fire and air signs. And I'm like, yeah, I have a perfect match for all of them. No, 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 no. Charity's going to probably have 40 perfect matches and she'll have to do like the scientific percentage work to get it on who the best one is. I'll probably have one that fits all three criteria. We will see. Depressing as I already know who's not going to be in that compatibility list based on astrological sign. Oh, yeah. Is my my alt alt Shonu. He's a Gemini. I'm a Cancer. So sadly, he will not be in that list. Girl, Bacon's a Taurus. Tauruses are the worst for me. Trust me, I dated one. Best best match for me. (laughs) My biggest nightmare ex-boyfriend was a Taurus. Sorry. TMI. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Whatever. I mean, whatever. I don't care. Uh, Anyways, that's going to be a fun segment. So while you're listening right now, get on Twitter, slide into our DMs. We're happy to do it for you. We're only going to do this for two listeners from the Queendom. So please say hi. We'll respond back, get your info, and we'll do this fun thing on who your most compatible K-pop idol is. Very exciting. So <laughs> wait. We're doing, obviously, a whole Valentine's Day episode. This is going to be a really fun segment. Compatibility, love. So, um... Look forward to that. Slide into those DMs. We got you. I think it's song of the week time. Yes, yes. Charity, what's your song of the week? Okay. 
So it's a hard choice. It's really, really, really hard to pick. But I think I'm going to go with Burn It. I really liked it. That video just really, really sold me so much. Okay. So Burn It by Golden Child is Cherry's yeah, song. Yeah, that's week. Yeah. What's yours? It's a good choice. It's a good choice. I agree. I thought it was a really tough week. I almost picked a Golden Child song. I wanted to kind of like go back. There was a song of theirs that I just adore. Without You by Golden Child is so good. It was neck and neck, but I decided to go with someone who blew me away this week. I want to show you know some love. My song of the week is Need You Right Now by You Know. It's a good song. So good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Show him some love. A lot of really fantastic music this week. What a fun, special week for us. Hopefully you all enjoyed listening. A lot of positive reviews. We actually dug what we heard this week. It was great. So thank you. Such a good week. Thank you, Golden Child, Dreamcatcher, and you know for creating your amazing art, letting us talk about it. Fantastic week. Thank you all for listening. Broken record time. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you. It means so much to us that people around the world tune in and welcome us into their homes, their car, their AirPods, whatever you're listening on. Thank you. Thank you. We're really happy that we get to do this. It's our passion in times of COVID, times of stress. It's my ultimate escape. It's escapism. It's a little piece of joy. So if we in any small way can bring any joy or laughter or even a little smile to your life, that means the world. And we're grateful for the opportunity to do that. Please give us a follow. Give us a shout if you're not already. NYC K-pop Queens, Instagram and Twitter. We're happy to become friends. And please stay safe and continue to be careful. We talked about it earlier, but COVID's not going away. It's not going away. It's literally a killer. So please be safe and take care of yourselves and your families. I know we all get tired and bored and annoyed, but, you know, you have to follow the rules sometimes. Trust me, I'm, I'm not a rule follower. I hate it too, but there's, cer- <laughs> there's certain times where it, it makes no sense not to. So let's... Keep doing what we're doing. Luckily, we have each other and we have K-pop. And huge apologies to everyone if you can hear my little dog barking. <laughs> oh, Freddie. I'm three minutes late for his dinner and he's having a fit. <laughs> okay. So, so anyways, that's another member of the Queendom, a reluctant <laughs> member. I've, he's, he's a forced oh. member who hears these recordings. <laughs> Uh, Okay. (laughs) Have a wonderful and safe weekend. Love you all so much. Thank you for listening. We will be here next week, every Thursday night. Take care.